0: Feedback Loop, college panel. This is Gene Munster. We recently hosted a panel of eight college students from the University of Minnesota. The goal is to better understand how millennials think about social media, communications, video, VR, AR, the selfie generation, the future of work, and privacy. Here's a summary of what we learned. First, fake news. Takeaway. Professional news is still respected, but not paid for by these college students. Message. Our panelists get their news from a variety of sources. Seven of the eight panelists are not concerned about fake news. Snap was the most popular way to aggregate news from traditional sources of three of eight panelists, followed by mainstream news outlets like CNN and the Wall Street Journal. And the quote, I like Snap for the news. Next, dating apps. Takeaway. Dating apps are a popular way to kill time and are a niche market for millennials. Message. We were surprised that most of the panel gave Tinder and Bumble the cold shoulder. Tinder appears to have two purposes. One, a way to meet someone for a short-term relationship. And two, the group browsing option for a maximum of four people. They use Tinder as kind of a weekend joke with friends to send weird messages to people they don't really know. Our panelists knew of Bumble, but didn't use it. Quote, dating apps are not used in class like I use Snap in class. Next, text is dying. Takeaway. Text is slowly going away, replaced by video and photos. Text is viewed more as a formal way of communication. Message. Text is being used less frequently by each of our panelists. They view text as a formal way to communicate. Snap, Facebook, and Instagram are the preferred communication platforms, with Facebook settings being switched to photo only. The panelists mentioned tech platforms promoting messaging within games as a way to maintain their messaging usage. Quote, texting replaced email and photos have replaced text messages. Next, it's all about photos. Takeaway. The SNAP story experience has won the college demo. Spectacles are a work in progress, but will eventually go mainstream as prices come down. Message. The panelists love SNAP for three reasons. First, they wanna communicate through photos. Second, filters and geotag enhances those photos. And third, SNAP is a tighter social network for most. There's fewer parents on it. As for SNAP spectacles, Eight of the eight panelists think it's weird to walk around with video glasses. However, they acknowledge that if enough people start using spectacles, they'll likely adopt the technology. The $130 price for spectacles is too high. Just one of our eight panelists said they'd be interested in buying a pair at $50. Quote, I wouldn't tell you about my day in words on Facebook, but I would through a photo on Snap. Next, selfie generation. Takeaway. This generation grew up on social media, and while they like talking about themselves, there is a self policing narcissism in check. If you talk too much about yourself, you get turned off. Message. One insightful panelist shared a belief that everyone, regardless of their generation, has a desire to talk about themselves. But other panelists agreed that the self promotion is amped up in the generation that they grew on due to social media. Using social media enables this core human desire. Social is a way to share our thoughts, an open invitation to talk to other people. The panel refuted the belief that they have a difficult time communicating face-to-face, pointing to the fact that all ages are glued to their phones. As for work ethic, while it's true they don't prefer a traditional work environment, that doesn't mean that they're lazy. This is the generation that adapts and will figure it out. Quote, Who doesn't like talking about themselves? Next, phones. The iPhone continues to dominate the college market. The iPhone franchise appears to be intact with repeat buyers. The AR features of the iPhone X this fall generally did not appeal to our panelists. The biggest factor in the timing of upgrades is their wireless contract. Message. The panel consists mostly of iPhone owners committed to the iPhone. Seven of the eight have iPhones, and all of the seven said that their next phone will be an iPhone. The Android user switched from the iPhone three years ago because he feels Android is a more flexible platform. The typical upgrade window is when their contract's up, which tends to be every two to two and a half years. Quote, I get a new phone when my contract's up. Next, Snap and GroupMe. Takeaway. Snap has the lead and more importantly Snap has won the trust of the college demo. If Snap puts something out it will likely catch on. We believe that the camera is the next center of how Snap must advance the platform with new devices and features to stay ahead of Facebook's improved filters. If Snap slows on its vision of a camera company Facebook will likely catch them. Me- message Snap is the preferred platform for our panelists, 4 of 8 panelists, followed by Instagram two of eight panelists. They like SNAP because it's a real-time story of your day, and it's better to see faces than text message it. Our panelists send 10 to 50 SNAPs per day. Professors, take note. Your lecture has competition. We heard a recurring theme that SNAP is a great distraction during a boring class. Separately, GroupMe is clearly the leader in the group messaging category. Quote, Snap puts something out, and I won't think it's cool. Then everyone will start using it, and I'll appreciate it. Next, video. Takeaway. There seems to be a hard line between long and short-form video. Netflix still owns the long-form market, with Facebook video quickly gaining in the short-form, attracting market share from YouTube. This demo gives social platforms the benefit of the doubt so YouTube must weigh how to combat a growing Facebook and Snap video offering. Message. Snap's the preferred long-form video platform, with YouTube and Facebook favored in the short video form. Amazon Prime, HBO, and other streaming apps represent a minority of usage. Seven of the eight panel members said that they know somebody who shares a Netflix password. As expected, TV by appointment is a thing of the past. Quote, everyone shares Netflix passwords. Next, the future of work. Takeaway. College students understand that the workforce is changing. They envision social challenges emerging from displacement of workers and lower levels of education, but they believe a college education will ensure that their futures are safe. Message. College students know that they're entering a workforce that will dramatically change over the next 30 years. They have concern about who's gonna control everything as far as resources become more concentrated. In fact, the University of Minnesota offers a class titled Size of the Future that addresses the risk of jobs due to automation. The group did consider these challenges when thinking about a career with an increased interest in a more technical education that feels more defensible. Ultimately, these students believe that the negative impact of lost jobs will partially be offset by the positive impact of new industries being formed. Quote, It's scary. If we can't have cashiers, truckers, and fast food jobs, how will people live? Next, VR and AR. Takeaway. VR and AR have a long way to go, but they'll get there. The students see the conceptual value of VR and are struggling with what's exciting about AR. Despite these concerns, the group has an insatiable appetite for technology. They'll continue to experiment with AR, even though the experience and the cases will be limited for the next few years. Message, seven of the eight panelists had tried VR. They viewed VR as a novelty with little repeat usage. Seven of the eight panelists feel that VR and AR are here to stay. Price is less of an issue because they're cheap to use today. More compelling experiences are needed to drive repeat engagement. They saw the gaming space as an interesting opportunity for VR. As for AR, only one of the eight panelists had even given it thought. The concept of AR will bring is still confusing, even though they use Snapchat daily filters, which is a form of AR. All eight panelists have the perception that AR in the next iPhone is not compelling enough of a feature to get them to upgrade. Quote, I want to do more with VR. And finally, a post-privacy world. Takeaway. We live in a post-privacy world. Everything that happens will be known. College students know it, and the rest of us need to come to terms with it. Today, everyone walks around with a camera in their pocket. In the future, there'll be a wearable camera. Message. Our panelists are laid back when it comes to privacy. For example, it's okay if at a party, a stranger takes a Snapchat video of them, just as long as it's for Snapchat, and somehow they can tell if it's the person who's posting for Snapchat. In terms of data security, our panelists don't think twice about online transactions. Quote, We're fine with people taking a Snapchat video of us.